The Sisters Grimm podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please listen at your own discretion. Blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial killer in the nation, the Night Stalker. The Boston Strangler. The Son of Sam, the infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie? Welcome back to the Sisters Grim Podcast. It's episode Welcome back. 50. Welcome, Welcome back. Oh, I like from the break? From last episode. From the last episode. How'd you guys like it? 30 years ago. We've 400 all... years ago. It was five years in Azkaban. I think it was 12. And a bottle just popped out of nowhere. So, you guys. I'm Holly. And I'm Morgan. And <laughs> we told you. Number 50, y'all. You already We're know because you've already 50. seen this episode and clicked on it. Fucking John Wayne Gacy. Ooh, ooh. We've been wanting, we've been waiting a really long time. This is episode 50. Yeah, so we thought it was a I got time. you a golden <clears throat> bust of John Wayne Gacy. I got you a golden uh, necklace of his face. Oh, pretty. It's Aww. like a locket. Aww. And so inside you can put a picture of I'm Tuesday. Gonna, and Pogo. I'm gonna, now I'm going to put a picture of... Pogo the Clown. Yeah. Pogo the Clown. <clears throat> so this episode is about John Wayne Gacy. We have a lot of fun nicknames for John Wayne Gacy. We do. Uh, we, uh, J-Way Gay. J-Way Gay. Um, I made myself laugh really hard driving home one night because I thought of John Wayne William H. Macy Gacy. Yeah, that one's probably my fave. Uh, and then I thought of John Wayne Kevin Spacey Gacy. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Problematic. Uh, Both of John them. Wayne Tracy Morgan Gacy? <laughs> Is that a good one? <laughs> yeah, because your name's in there. Hey. Threw in a little Morgan. I have a John Wayne Detective Dick Tracy Gacy. <laughs> That's a good one. And I also have John Wayne Macy's Department Store Gacy. Oh my God, I went into Macy's today. I was sitting across from a Macy's when. When you thought of it. Yeah. I, I that also one t- have um, John Wayne Tracy Turnblad. Sure. I don't know. Sure, dude. Go for it, man. <laughs> You're just like shooting the shit. That was like that one time I came to pick you up and I'm like, I'm outside of John Wayne Macy's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was. So I work at a mall, you guys. Morgan works at literally. A mall. You don't have to say a mall. If you say the water tower place, that's like. Not uh, everyone in the world knows where I live. Uh, and by live, I mean work, but I work so much that I basically live there. I live there. I'm like Eloise, and I live in the hotel. The Ritz-Carlton is there. It is. I saw. There po- are people who live at the water tower. There's apartments at the very top. I bet they're super expensive. I've never been to Chicago. The so, water tower mall is like big and yeah. on so Michigan so Avenue. And speaking like of Chicago, John Wayne Gacy was a full-on Chicago boy. I bet you he went to the Oh, mall. he went to the mall. He was like, let's go to the mall. Back when it was today, um, today, today. um, When it was Marshall Fields. Marshall Fields. Uh, Throw all the way back, throw up. Throw all the way back and throw up. So let's take ourselves back in time to yesteryear. 
The year is 1942. FDR is serving his third term as president. The number one song in the country is Midnight Cocktail by Glenn Miller, and people won't shut the fuck up about Citizen Kane. On March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, 1942, at Edgewater Hospital in Chicago, Illinois, John Wayne Gacy was born at approximately 8.30 a.m. Wow. So where do we start with John Wayne Gacy? Literally Edgewater Hospital because it's down the street. Down it's the street on, from us right now? It's on the corner of Ashland and Hollywood, and I went there. And, uh, so, I just got sushi over there the other day. Yeah, you were. You've, I'm sh- you have 100% driven by this hospital. Yeah. I mean, it's abandoned now. It, um, it was a hospital, obviously. <laughs> Thanks. So it was a hospital, and it's abandoned now, and it got, uh, let's see, it got shut down because of illegal practices, because the doctors were performing illegal amputees on homeless people huh. as a means to get them off of drugs. They're like, what? hey. Oh, like you can't do heroin if you don't have any arms? Yeah, you don't have, if you can't, if you don't have <clears> arms, you <throat> can't do heroin or shoot it in between huh. your teeth, in your toes. Yeah, it was a very p- poorly planned out idea, because obviously you yeah. could, I mean, like, I don't condone doing heroin. That's fucked up. But you can snort it. You could boof it. You could have a friend. You sh- can figure it out, yeah. You would figure it out. So, yeah, it's, so I went there and took pictures, obviously. It's actually very scary, and I would never go there at nighttime, because... Ooh. Uh, people have been in, you can look it up. Um, it's called something else now. Well, it's not a thing anymore, but like, you know, it, like you can find it and it's find really what? scary. The building. Oh, okay. Cause there's like broken windows open. There's fucking graffiti everywhere and they're tearing down some of the back of it. And I went back there and I got a horrible allergic reaction Ooh. because of all of the dust and all yeah. the debris and everything. And I was like, ah, the like memories of John Wayne Gacy are making me sick. Oh my god, right John now. Wayne Gacy's body parts were in your nose. That's secretly where he wanted his ashes to be Stop. spread, and you breathed John Wayne Gacy in. Yeah, it's like we- they're like, this is really weird. But in his will, he says he wants someone named Holly Freeberg to snort him. <laughs> I mean, he was a piece of shit. Do we honor this? I don't what know. I don't know. Year who. did he die? I know we'll get there later, but what year did he die? I don't have that information right in front of me right now, nor do I know it off the top of me head. We'll tell y'all later. (laughs) I mean, I could click out of a bunch of things and open a bunch of things, but like... Let's just keep going with... Yeah, no. Yeah, no. When he was born. We're back in the 40s, like... Yeah, all that dust bowl shit. Not the dust bowl. The dust bowl was like, I don't know. When did the grapes of wrath come out? Because <laughs> that book literally made my mouth so dry. <laughs> Thinking of the dust bowl makes me so thirsty. I'm so glad I didn't grow up in the dust bowl. Okay, let's talk also, about John Wayne Gacy. Also, I'm really glad I didn't grow up in the Gacy house. So John was born to John Stanley Gacy. So. Okay. Oh, Dust Bowl was 30s, sorry. So yeah. So yeah, you were off by a touch. So like I said, John was born to John Stanley Gacy. So technically he's not really a junior, but other things I have read have said that his name was John Wayne Gacy Sr. And mm. also, I'm going to mention him a little later, but one of his childhood friends also called him John Wayne Gacy Sr. So I'm not exactly sure what his name was. Okay. So uh, during this, I'm going to call him John Sr., and then I'll just call John... I, I call John Johnny sometimes just because that's how his friend refers to okay. him. 
Um, so <clears> you was... got your information from one of his friend's books, correct? Yes. Oh, right. Thank you very much. So at the very, very top, I'm going to name all of my sources because I always say I'm going to, and then I always forget. Yeah, let's so, do it. So let's do it. So the, uh, I got an amazing book. It's called My Life Among the Serial Killers, and it is Inside the Minds of the World's Most Notorious Murders. It's written by Helen Morrison and also Harold Goldberg. Helen Morrison, huge in psychiatry. She literally has John Wayne Gacy's brain, brain. in her basement. As we've said on previous episodes, she was on an episode of, like, Courtney and Chloe Take Miami or something, and something. Chloe goes and looks at his brain. So she, she has to be fourth, ki- like, fourth, like, I feel like we could get, if she would let the Kardashians come over, like, she would, she should let us come over. Totally. I don't know. But, um, any who's like, yeah, so she's really big in her field, and, um, in the book, it's not just John Wayne Gacy, like, she talked to so many serial killers, mm-hmm. but I'll get into more of her shit later, because she talked to him, obviously, after everything had happened. So, one of my other sources, it is these... It's a weird, I don't know exactly where it's from, but it's called Marshall Cavanish uh, Weekly Publication, and it's called Murder Casebook Investigations into the Ultimate Crime, and there's a bunch of them. Like, literally yeah. anyone you could possibly think of who's killed someone, like, they have one of these for them. And so I have John's, which is called Orgy of Killings, which was really fun to open on the elevator full of people <laughs> when I got it in the mail. <clears throat> but yeah, I highly suggest going on... Uh, fucking eBay because you can find some very cool shit because super cool true, true one of shit yeah because another one of my sources is from the Chicago Tribune article the original that, article the original Holly article. has a copy of mm-hmm. that came out Thursday March thirteenth nineteen eighty oh Morgan I just answered your question because he was put to death on March twelfth of nineteen eighty I believe so he has been dead for a while yeah. He, yeah, it's, it's, it's bonkers. Yeah, no, the, and, and I, I, I read this. I didn't read this offline, y'all. I bought the actual article off of the internet. <laughs> you can buy newspapers on the internet. Y'all now. know that? Y'all know that? They say, I mean, it's from the 80s, and when you take it out, you can really smell that, like, nasty. Oh, can I? Um, yeah, but just, like, be careful. Your hands have... Your hands have uh, destructive oils. oils. <laughs> uh, you touch it while I, I name my other sources. So okay. I also have the penultimate, like, if you are a true crime person, you need to have the A to Z Encyclopedia of Serial Killers by Doesn't Harold Schechter like and David Everett. It smells like everything. It smells like the 80s. Um, it's written by Harold Schechter and David Everett, like I said, and it kind of goes along with the book I also used, Human Monsters, an Illustrated Encyclopedia of the World's Most Vicious Murderers, and that is by David Everett. So, And then also the Killer Clown book, which is the one you lent to me, because you gave me a copy. I gave you one, right? your own copy. Yeah, yeah which is so, by Terry Sullivan yes. with Peter T. Macon. Yes, so Terry Sullivan was the prosecutor for the case. Yeah. There's actually nothing in that book about John Mangese's childhood. Yeah. That is all about the case. Realized that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looking through it, didn't see the a one lot. book Holly gives me. I know, I had nothing about the childhood. I apologize. Um, it's cool, I have all the other so, later stuff. I mean, I think it's cool because we have the book, because Helen was on the defense. But like I said, yeah. we will get all into that later. Uh, what else do I have? So I also have The Man Who Killed Boys, which is also a bad book to have on your desk at work. <laughs> oh. 
Um, it is riff, writ, written by uh, Clifford L. Lindecker. Oh, by the way, he was executed on March 10th. I'm sorry, not the 12th. Whoops. My bad. Um, another uh, one of my sources is... Uh, this is Source Corner. This is... We're in Source by Corner. No Tino Shade. Which is something only people who watch what show will get. Um, no, it's something a lot of people will get, Holly. I don't. I'm old. I like it has to nothing ta- to do with your age. I like to talk about family matters. Y'all got any cheese? Shut up. So I also got some information from the World's Mysteries Explored Fate magazine. It's a psychic reading of John Wayne Gacy, but I'll save that for later. I'm just mentioning it at the top. Let's see. Oh, and then we also have The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, which I just read as a reference point mm-hmm. because he is often... Referred to in that sense. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, that's a lot. Same with uh, Ted Bundy. He would snap. Yeah. He's that's literally... what happens with a lot of he's people on an who ep- are murderers. It's weird, It's, like, right? weird. And we're about to find out... Why. Why he was... Dun, dun, dun! John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> In a world where John Wayne Gacy was born to John Stanley Gacy, or maybe John Wayne Gacy Sr., we're not exactly sure. <laughs> um, um, but any whoozle, so... Anyway. So any whoozle, so John Sr. is what I'm going to call him. We, yeah. And yeah. I, we already went over this. Okay, so John was of Polish descent, and it was a mechanic Duh, he's from of fucking Chicago. Sort. Exactly. I think everyone here is Polish. I mean, except well, for us. except for Marianne, who was a stay-at-home mom and was Danish. <laughs> Cute. And John Wayne, da- John Wayne Casey, kind of looks like a Danish. Like he, his hands look like two giant bear claw pastries. Yeah, for shizzle. He's got those. You know, he has really pink cheeks. Yeah, like he. Everyone in Chicago has rosacea, pretty much, because yeah. they're all like Irish or Polish. Or yeah, something. or it's like very cold outside. It's. Every yeah. in all of these, by the way, they all are like, or they're all sunburnt. Yeah, no, yeah. As of right now. As of right now, but all of these books were always like, it's cold in Chicago in the winter, bitch, and it's like, yeah, we know. Yeah, it's like bad. So John had an older sister named Joanne and a younger sister named Karen. We don't really know a whole lot about John's early, early childhood, except for some things I'm going to talk about later. But we know that he was abused by his alcoholic father, Mm -hmm. who also abused his mother and his sisters. Sometimes Marion was able to defuse the situation to protect the children from abuse, but she was usually only successful with the daughters uh, and the need for John Sr. to beat up John. Yeah. Johnny was too big. <clears throat> too great. Right. So we don't really know when John began being abused, but it had to be fairly young because he would, you know, John Sr. would try to play different sports with John, but he wasn't interested and it mm-hmm. made his dad mad because it was, you know, the 40s and, you know, right. they wanted that so he wasn't into family. stuff. No. He mm. wanted to do It's really other sad stuff. when, like, people are like that. It's really it's like, sad. Let your kid do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, you're going to get so... You're going to fucking hate... I mean, you're not gonna, whatever the fuck they want, but let them pick their own hobbies and yeah. shit. After this episode, or after this series, you're going to hate two John Wayne Gacy's. Probably. There are two John Wayne Gacy's. There are two men yeah. named John Wayne Gacy who are and monsters. They both suck. And they both suck. Because... Yeah. Um, uh, the younger you are when abuse begins, the more 
uh, long-term effect it has on you emotionally and physically. And your brain. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But we'll get into the psychology in later yeah. episode. This is just kind of laying the groundwork. Okay. So John was born with what is called a bottleneck heart, hmm. which um, I, I was it was hard getting information about. Uh, what a bottleneck heart is? Yeah, I think it's, I, I assume it's when your heart shaped like a bottle. Huh. Huh. I didn't really understand. But so he had heart problems and um, his dad would call him a sissy and a mama's Mm. boy and thought John was faking his symptoms to get attention. But little did John Sr. know that his abuse was only making John's heart worse. Because according... (coughs) Sorry. Gadzunzeit, mein un. (laughs) I don't know what I said. What does un mean in German? Uh... Nothing. I don't think anything. Um, so, according to a recent study, children who are abused are more likely to develop a multitude of physical illnesses along with mm, mental illnesses. That's really sad. It is so sad. It's like, it's like, it just keeps getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost like... We when you're stressed out, your body it. can't, like, do what it really needs to. Well, and when you're stressed out, your immune system is like, ah. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah. So, one of these illnesses include having poor cardiovascular systems. So, I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that John's heart problems were, were as bad, like, only continued to get yeah. worse. I mean, he was born with a bottle heart. <laughs> mm. But, like, I think, but, I mean, I think his physical ailments, I mean, his father's abuse did not help at all. Right. So, I was unable to locate sources for this information other than this murder casebook investigation thing. And then I also found, oh, also, I said that it was called Orgy of Killings, right? I just yeah. wanted to mention that again. So I, when I read this information I'm about to tell you, I was like, wait, what? And okay. so I had to immediately, because I'd never read this before anywhere, and the only other place I was able to find any information uh, was a source. Um, it was written by some psychology students at Radford University in Virginia. Cool. And I read that in 1944, when John was two, he watched his dad hit his mom so hard that it knocked the bridge. I've heard of this. Oh, you've heard of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it knocked the bridge out of her mouth, and they moved um, to the, her live with her in-laws for a while. And then she returned to the family, returned to Chicago yeah. in 1945. In 1946, when John was four, he was caught playing house with a 15-year-old mentally challenged girl and was blamed. at four? Yeah. According to one source, the girl pulled John's pants down and started fondling him, and then he got the blame for it. Ooh, that's... Ooh, that's too young. That's four years old. That's too young. You don't know what that means. That also can And she doesn't know what it means. So it was shitty for both of them. And she even... I mean, she looked like an... Not an adult, but to him, she probably kind of did. Yeah, because when you're four... Compared four to 15, 15-year-olds seem like they're 25. Exactly. And honestly, in the 40s, they say she was mentally challenged. She was probably gay. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I don't know, kind of into like spells. <laughs> she wore black. Right. <laughs> so like, honestly, who knows? Um, so she's obviously a victim in this too. It, I, but hey, you, we all, the fact at that, 15 it's not okay it's weird to want to tell no no well in your when you're 15 and if you are mentally challenged you do not have the mental capacity to know the difference between right, right or wrong so she did not but now hearing that you have heard this so i think it might be a little more accurate well i heard the 
he watched the, his dad hit a, his mom his so mom, hard. Yeah. Yeah. I um, haven't heard about this. The, the other thing? The other thing, no. Yeah. Um, in 1947, John was five and he started going to Catholic school. In 1948, I really hope this isn't true, John's dad kills his dog just because Whoa. he's mad at him. But you don't know if this is I, totally... I hope that's not true. It's what's in the psychological, like, dissertation or whatever. Okay. Also, he, like, stole a toy truck, and his dad beat him with a razor strap. And A razor strap? You know what, if you, okay, so they're for barbers, <clears throat> and they're, like, those long straps, and it's leather, and they use it to po- sh- uh, polish razors, and they, like, go like that. I think Google I know it, what you're talking about. You'll know what you'll, I'm talking about. Yeah, no, talking about. Talking it's about. not something you want to be hit with. Nah. Nah. In 1941, according to the sources that I read, John was sexually abused by a construction worker who was friends with his dad. Ew, how old was he? In 1951, he would have been nine. Yeah. So if that's That's true... fucked up. If that's true, that's fucked up, and it makes a lot of sense. And it would also make sense that John would never talk about it. Yeah. That, like... Because he was probably... Oh, and he was, it. well, that, and, yeah. Cause a he, little bit into well, it. Well, yes, because it is no, I mean, everyone knows, I mean, John was bi. They, everything is yeah. homosexual, but I think he was bi. I don't know. I, I mean, he was married to, to women him. and had children, so he had to be at least somewhat into it. Yeah. I mean, so. well, I mean, we'll get into well, that later. I mean, I guess not, but probably, we'll, right? Eh, we'll, we'll get into it. Maybe a little bit. I, I don't know. I mean, he had girlfriends and stuff, yeah. and, like, he had... I think he was able to love yeah. them, or I don't, I don't know. I digress. So John Sr. saw his wife and daughters as property, but John was his legacy. Hmm. He was his namesake. Yeah. And John was constantly disappointing him. And John Sr. always called him dumb and stupid. That is the theme of yeah. John Sr. Dumb and stupid. Which is actually a very dumb and stupid thing to say because they are homonyms. Yeah. They are the same word, and he would call them, like, you stupid moron. It was, it's, it's very sad. You stupid, stupid. You stupid fuck. Um, so growing up, John always lived in the northwest suburbs, uh, or northwest neighborhoods, rather, of Chicago, but in the early 50s, the Gacy's moved to 4505 North Memora Avenue in the Jefferson Park neighborhood, and that's where he met his childhood best friend, Barry Buscelli. Mm. I would just like to say right now that Barry Buscelli is the sweetest man in the entire world. Hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention, because I was going to talk about it here. So another one of my sources was his book, which is called Johnny and Me. Um, It's called Johnny and Me, uh, The True Story of John Wayne Gacy. And it helps fill in a lot of the puzzle pieces that we were missing from John Wayne Gacy's story. And This uh, is also just that person's point of view, so... Well, but, I mean... True, it just, it is. and he was a kid. Well, but I mean, but he had these experiences with him. I mean, you'll kind of get it as I see it. So they're not things that you can just like, you know. Right. But anyway, so Barry like had all of these issues. Like he felt regret. Like he was so sad. Like because he, I mean, he lost a friend. Yeah, best I mean, friend. He lost his best friend, and like sometimes you lose best friends because you move away, and sometimes you lose best friends because they become serial killers, and you don't want to be best friends with them. And they're in prison. Or they just, and when they're assholes, like, you don't want to be friends with them anymore, and he's just, yeah, it, I, I'll get into it more. So, Barry and uh, John bonded very quickly. Barry was also abused by his father. Right. 
And when they first met, he could see in John's eyes that he was hurting from the same kind of abuse. And they understood completely what the other one was going through. And they also had the common characteristic of being very close to their mothers. Uh, I would highly recommend a book. It's like reading a book your grandpa wrote if your grandpa had been childhood best friends with John Wayne Gacy. Right. It's just very cute. Kind of like the way he writes is cute. I mean, it's, I mean, he's talking... Well, but it is cute. I mean... The two main tenets in his book that he tries to establish is that he is not trying to glorify John in any way. He just wants to get his story out. And he also (sighs) saw that writing this book would be like a burden off of his shoulders because he's finally getting all this information. He's like, I know what very little people know. Yeah, he's like, very true. And he knows that there's people like us and like people out there who would be super interested. Yeah. And um, because we thank you. We thank you so much, Barry. Oh, my God. I'll, uh, oh my we love God. you, Barry. I can't say I can't say nicer things about Barry. So um, there's also this TV show that's called Zero Killer Culture TV, and um, I the episode two is called My Friend Gacy, and so that has Barry in it. So mm. I read the book first, and so then I watched the episode because I'm like, I want to see what Barry looked like. How would he, Barry look? Barry rocks a bolo tie. <laughs> Barry rocks a bolo tie better than I've ever seen anyone rock a bolo tie. In yes, my life. Barry. Barry made me cry so hard. Aw. And Barry himself is also a very emotional man, and it's just, it's so beautiful. He's just such a beautiful human being. So let's get back. Barry said that when he first met John, they shook hands and Barry said that he got a little shock. Like, you know, when you kind of shock, like, you know, you get a little static electricity. It's It's dry in Chicago in the winter. I know, but he said he felt kind of weird and he said he had a little voice in his head that was like, this is an unusual kid. Sure. Well, but I mean, he said he just had a gut. I mean, that's just little kid stuff. And But he's like, I had this gut feeling this was an unusual kid. And okay. he was not wrong. No, um, he wasn't wrong at all. He wasn't wrong. So I don't know why you're arguing. Well, um, I'm just saying he's saying that now, but who knows if he actually thought that when he was a kid. I mean... Hey! So we had to take a quick break, because if you couldn't hear that, that was Tuesday's Tale hitting a Tupperware container. (laughs) Um, Full of books. (laughs) Full of paint, old medicine bottles, and other shit. So, um, like I said, Barry thought he was unusual. He would ask Johnny what he wanted to be when he grew up, and without hesitation, Johnny would say, I want to be the governor of Illinois. Which is crazy, because he would have fit right in. Yeah, because our governor also went to prison. <laughs> yeah, Blagoy got hella impeached. By By Blago. I don't even really know how to say his last name, honestly. Blagojevich? Blagojevich. It's hard for some people. It's okay. Another time, Barry recalls bringing him into his room, and John took out a box from his closet. I had heard about this before, that John liked ladies' clothing. Oh. And a lot of little kids do. Like, they just they're like that pretty silky... They're fun. That silky yeah. feeling. Like, especially when you're little, and it's like, you like it because it's the way your mom smells. But this is mm, sort of a different... That makes it more weird, I think. <laughs> well, no, because it smells like your mom. I, whatever. <laughs> I love my mom. <laughs> um, is that not weird? <laughs> I'm my mom. <laughs> um, but any who's old... I mean, John was like 11, 10-ish at this age, and he brought out a box that was filled with women's clothes and lingerie, and Barry was like, why do you have that? And John answered, how do you think I would look like dressed up like a girl? Hmm. And Barry just told him to put the box away because it was the 50s and no one talked about cross-dressing because people were too uptight. Like, hmm. Jesus, get over it. Right. 
put on some heels and lip gloss and go be you. They both attended Priessing Elementary School together, which is like right down the street from their houses. I've also been to where John grew up. He lives like his house, uh, his childhood home is on the corner. It's a really, really nice little house. It's a very, very nice little neighborhood. Cool. And um, the school is nice. It's a lot of, I think it's just construction season because um, that the building, the school was being built, like re-renovated for the summer. Barry said that John definitely got sick from time to time from his heart, but mm-hmm. he could tell that sometimes he would be using it to his advantage if they want, were like going to do something and John did not, not want to do it. it. Hmm. Yeah. Some people do that. Some people do that. Uh, Barry talks about a conversation he had with John where he was telling him about helping his mother with laundry, and John told him that his dad said that he wasn't allowed to do laundry or gardening or anything like that because it was all considered women's work. Mm. It was gardening women's work. Yeah. You know... It's hard to pull weeds. You know who I th- what I think of when I hear that someone's From a gardener? Anyone. I think of a man. Like, gardeners are, like, men. Yeah. I mean, ugh. like John. I mean, sometimes though, they're women. Everyone yeah. can garden. Yeah, everybody can garden. I have a dill plant growing in my window. That's not how I thought that was gonna say. I thought you were <laughs> gonna say I have a dildo, and I was gonna be like, "Weird time to bring it up," but hell yeah, same. Yeah. So, John had a bajillion chores though. Barry said that he would sometimes sit in Gacy's living room for hours waiting for John to finish up with his chores. Barry said that yeah. John Senior hated his son, hated John. So he wanted to make him as miserable as he could. So John would have to get down on his hands and knees and clean the kitchen floor, which was made of linoleum, with a teeny tiny little brush. And if he missed even a spot, he would get beat. And then he was forced to start all over again. Wow. He was a fucking monster. He would like bang it. Pleasure, like that's so disgusting. Yeah, that's. I mean, I cried so much while reading. Like, how can you fucking do that to your kid? Yeah, I don't get it. it. Um, Barry recalls thinking the Gacy kids were really shy, but as he grew up, he realized that they were just afraid to do or say anything. Yeah. Because they were so used to being punished at home, like it was so bad. John's mom told Barry to be careful of her husband. The first time Barry went wow. to um, the Gacy's house for lunch, he accidentally spilled a glass of milk on just, on his lap, on Mr. Gacy's lap, and he immediately started flipping out on John, blaming him for it. John, oh my God. Yeah. Like, is it your fucking friend? Yeah, and Barry was like, it was me. Um, Hello? Right. And then Gacy excused himself from the table, and as soon as he left, Marion told the boys to run back to, to Barry's house. So that they, he, they would not be there when yeah. he came back. Which is fucking terrifying. This happened a Poor lot. Mom. I know. Marion, like, she fucking tried her hardest, dude. She was a fucking trooper. Yeah. She, she did the fucking best she could. I mean, it would get so bad that Mr. Gacy would become so enraged, she would tell the girls to go up to their room and lock the door and just would tell John to run to Barry's house. Oh, well, that's nice that he had a safe haven. I know. <clears throat> That's important. And, like, uh, I mean, Barry was a year older than John, and so, and Barry said he didn't really realize it until they were older, but, like, he was, like, kind of an older brother. I mean, you see, if you look at pictures, if you look at the book, he was a good, I don't I don't know, maybe ten feet taller than John. No. He was so tall. So they had to be, like, that would be cute 
Like a little short kid and like a big tall kid. That's <laughs> okay. Funny. Let's stop romanticizing John Wayne Gacy's I'm so- childhood. I'm not. I'm romanticizing little boys who are friends with tall boys. Okay. Okay. Some so, people go through developmental things later. Yeah. So John Sr. spent the majority of his time getting wasted in the basement, locking the door behind him and only emerging to eat and terrorize his family Ugh. and shit, presuming there wasn't a bathroom in the basement. <laughs> um, um, who knows? Maybe there was. Maybe there was. Hopefully there was, because then you'd see him less. Yeah. Also, this is going to probably fuck you up, because I know you would hate this. John could only get to his bedroom by going through his parents' room. Ew! That's the grossest situation ever. What if you, what, like, I feel bad for you that you had to share a wall with mom and dad when we were growing up. Like, ew. Oh my God. I would be on the fucking, like, what were they called? Oh, the cordless phone with a boy. I cannot tell you how many times I heard pounding on the wall because I was being too fucking loud. You're so lucky you weren't. I know. I never had that ever. Oh my God. No. Ugh. I hated living right, or (laughs) living. I hate it because... Our mom, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, our mom would have crazy spider dreams. Yeah. So I always heard those crazy spider dreams the best, other than poor ass she dad. Was screaming. Poor dad. Ugh. Our poor little dad. I love our dad so much. He's not as uh, unfortunate as no. Mrs. Gacy. No. Um, so let's see. Yeah. Um. Which, but it, for John, it really sucked because he'd have to go by his dad and Ugh. he was drunk. Who knows what would happen? You know it what I mean? It really sucks. His abuse was so bad that one time while John was walking home from school, John saw some flowers on a grave. And John was young at this point. Okay. Young, younger, young enough that he didn't realize what he was doing was wrong. He mm-hmm. saw the flowers and he took them and was oh. like, oh, I want to give these to my mom. Oh. He didn't realize it was bad, but cops saw him do it and followed him home. I've been around that area. There's a cemetery pretty yeah. close. And the cops, like, told Mr. Gacy, and Mr. Gacy was like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Ugh. And he took John to the basement and beat him with a two-by-four so badly that he almost died. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Despite all of this abuse, though, John adoringly loved his father. What? All he wanted to do was please him and make him proud of him, and he never could. Mm. All he wanted to do was please his dad. Um, so, now we get to the swing incident. Before now... Dun dun! (laughs) Dun dun. (laughs) Um, before now, I had only known that John was hitting the head of the swing. tears in my eyes. I, I, that's it's the really part that up. made me cry. That is so... Like, how could you do that to your kid? Like, how could you do that to anybody but, like... A, or just a child in general, but especially, yeah, your own kid, Holly. I know. I'm not going to cry, <laughs> Morgan. I know I I just got that look I'm, on my face I'm the like I was person about to. Who, like, calls people out to not cry when they have to cry because it makes me uncomfortable. And I'm that person that cries at, like, men's warehouse commercials. Oh, uh, <laughs> you do. Yeah. <laughs> I cry at everything. I can't tell you guys how often I look over at Holly and she is, like, <laughs> tears dripping down her entire face. But it's, like, And it's funny. literally a commercial for, like... Hellman's mayonnaise. Oh my god. It's but I laugh. It was like when okay, so when Morgan graduated from college, she made a very, very sad to me what I thought movie about an old couple. It was oh, very yeah. like notebook and Morgan like to talk about how at my graduation I couldn't stop crying. 
<laughs> yeah, no, Morgan cries I sometimes. Help it. Yeah, Morgan, oh I cry just like at the drop of a hat. When I cry, it's long and it's hard. And it's real. And it's real. The only, the time before that you had cried the hardest was when, spoiler alert, Dumbledore died. Yeah, that was really, really hard. That was me. really fucking hard on it you. It still is. Anyways. Oh, R.I.P. Dumbledore. R.I.P. Speaking of uh, Harry Potter, I don't know if any of you care, but I'm still <laughs> playing the game and I'm year four and this app really needs to fucking step its pussy up because I keep having to wait for them to create more game because that's how fucking good I am. Do at we it. have our theme music for Harry Potter game? For our Harry Potter app corner of the of the show, I don't know. We'll create dun, something. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so anywho, so cool. You're year four. We're very proud of you. Thank you. They need to probably make I'm some updates. Really well, it's guys. whatever. It's whatever. Well, I so. also got asked to be in like a private club for the. app. Oh my god, Morgan! And so now they send me like updates and like they ask my opinion on things, which is kind of cool. I'm letting, yeah, no, there's some people who are probably, like, foaming at the mouth right now because they're probably like, oh my god, I'm being cool. Because that's how I always am with podcasts. And with little, like, things like that. So I'm sure, you're good, you're good. Yeah, just because you're not into it doesn't mean other people aren't exactly. into it, Holly. And Exactly. But I'm sure they would rather be hearing about John Wayne Gacy. By the way, you guys, we both have been diagnosed with ADHD, so if <laughs> you don't like the fact that we get off on tangents so frequently, it's ridiculous, sorry. I'm sorry, but I hate least, Adderall. I'm sorry, but at least they're funny. I take Adderall I don't think it helps. I don't think it helps either. I hate it. I don't take it. It sucks. Anyways, so speaking of Adderall, so John <laughs> and his friends went to a park. Um, I've been to the park. It is actually a uh, forest preserve mm-hmm. now. It's very beautiful. The uh, swing set has obviously been removed. Been removed. <laughs> swing sets don't last very long. Well, um, and when you hear Has anyone about... ever seen a swing set go down? Because I have, and it was intense. Well, yeah. I mean, like, literally, they had to take down that one slide. When someone slide. was swinging on it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's different. That didn't fall down. I fell off of that slide. Right. Okay. I saw a swing set fall down on someone. <laughs> oh, God. Are they okay? Yeah, she's fine. Are they fine. a serial killer now? She's fine, and we don't like her, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. So, anywho, so Barry and John and a bunch of friends, they took a bunch of, um, like, they were going to have a picnic at this park. I went to it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, you said it's a forest preserve Absolutely now. gorgeous. Let's There's, have a picnic there on Tuesday. We fucking should, Morgan. It's I have pictures that I'll post. It was beautiful Cute. but it was also i found a really weird thing like i found Why? a really weird candle i'll have to show you a picture of it but um because uh, the chicago <laughs> really weird candle. i found a weird candle no but i went down by the water and i found a really weird candle hmm. but i took some like little seashells i found Cute. from there and some i mean it was very nice there was also a uh no i literally did all of this on my lunch break <laughs> On Today? Two, two, no, two separate, uh, oh, okay. Monday, Monday and Tuesday. Cute. Or last week. I don't remember fully, but, um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to see these places. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, like we were saying in episodes previous when Holly said, like, we, these episodes are kind of not close to our heart, but close to where we are. So, I mean, John Wayne Gacy, we can go to like, all these places where all this shit happened. Yeah, and like I look it up and I'm like, I'm two miles away from this. Why yeah. wouldn't I go look? Like when I was at 
the his childhood home, I did want to be respectful of the people who oh, live course. there now. But like, go to the LNL Tavern. He used to drink there. Oh, definitely. It's kind of gross there. I went on a date one time and watched um, Wipeout. Wipeout. You and I are definitely gonna go there. It's like cool. Yeah, we'll go there. I mean, to take the pictures. Seats, obviously, the leather seats have cracked, so they're uncomfortable if you're wearing shorts. I bet John Wayne Gacy did it. Um, the bathrooms are gross. <laughs> the bathrooms. Okay, Morgan, this is not This is turning into a Yelp review, and this is a podcast about the John Wayne Tavern. Goddamn Gacy. So, this. let's get back to this swing. Barry said that they wanted to go on the big kid swings. And, ooh. Yeah, so one of... <laughs> ooh, I'm a big kid. I'm going to go on the big kid swings. But, like, uh, I, I, like I said that I couldn't find the park, but there's also a pool there. But I don't believe it is the huh. same pool right. because I doubt they had twirly-whirly slides. Nah. Or, like, those weird, like, water spout things. Well, they also but... have probably just added on to it. It yeah. might still be the same, like, area where the other pool was. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Um, And I doubt back John in the... Little's fat body probably has swam in that pool. <laughs> His little just like what did I Pudgy call him body. earlier? A little butterball. Yeah, he was a little like a. He was. He was like a um. Uh, ooh, who's the kid who shakes his titties in? Uh, he was like a. He was yeah. He was a. Uh, a uh, why can't I think of his goddamn? Yeah, name? I can't even think of the movies. Goonies. Yeah, because the story. I mean, I'm shuffle, ke- truffle, truffle, shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goonies. Oh, but we can't think. Oh, chunk, dunk. Chunk. He's Doi. such a chunk. Or like. Um, uh, he was thin though. He was thinner no. than Chunk. He wasn't as pudgy. I've seen a lot of pictures of him. I will show you them. Whatever. So, when I think of John Wayne Gacy, I think of him as a fifty-year-old chunky baby. True. I just picture him with big old fucking sausage fingers. Those big old so- Polish yeah. sausage fingers. Anyway, yeah, Polish guys have big hands. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Okay, Morgan. <laughs> let's not get into that what? on the podcast. We'll talk about it later. So. Keep in mind, this was the 50s. It was not one of those little rinky-dink, yellow, like, play school plastic swings. This was made out of heavy wood. There was a steel strip around the seat with huge steel studs. Hmm. So this swing won't fucking round. This swing sounds scary. This swing was built to withstand war. Who else was just, like... Swinging was like my hobby when I was a kid. No, yeah, you go to any park. These I would days, go to parks, or like swinging. we, ha- I had a, we had a swing set in our backyard, and I would just make up songs while swinging, and it was my favorite shit, man. It's good. It's good to do. Make yourself feel like you're flying. Yeah. So when they were on these swings, one of the kids was standing on the swing, and when he jumped off, the swing kind of like freaked out, and like John tried pushing it away, but it hit him square Real in the head. hard in the frontal area of his brain ish ish uh kind of so like uh he got hit in the front frontal leftish side of his head um based in on my in my opinion based on what i've read later um so uh uh, as you imagine all the kids started panicking Ooh, i bet you there was a lot of blood i've been there for uh when people hit the, themselves. Ooh, just like, you know, when everyone gets hurt at school and you're like, oh, God, look at that big old cut. Look yeah. at that. Like when you see someone's bone. Exactly. Shit went down at Central School, man. <laughs> what up? Represent Central School. Hey. Central was like the cool grade school. It got condemned. <laughs> it got condemned. It got full of water. It was right by the river. It was put in a poor place. So back to Gemma and Gacy. So... Like I said, kids were freaking out. 
he they thought he was dead because he got completely knocked oh, out yeah when wow. he got hit he must have got hit real hard oh he got hit real hard girl so they put his like i've never seen someone get like hit in the face with a swing no well plus i've never seen a swing that would be capable of you know the damage that this the damage yeah i've never seen an industrial swing right i mean i'm sure with the proper velocity a tire swing could fuck you up pretty badly but i mean oh yeah um but just like a you know a park swing you don't really consider those which is probably why they're made of plastic now but anywho barry picked him up put him in his little red wagon and uh they went to the local grocery store and they called gacy's house so that they could come and get john because they were kind of far away and mr gacy said it's okay just bring him home so Barry had to pull his friend for 14 blocks the whole time what? crying. They didn't go to the hospital? Well, they, no, because John, Mr. Gacy was like, bring him home. He thought he was dead and he just said, bring him home. Well, no, Barry thought he was dead. Oh, shit. Because he was, I mean, he was little. So he was like pulling him home for 14 blocks, crying and thinking he was dead. And so when they finally got to the house, Marion was able to stir John, but he. Uh, had to be in bed for about a week and wasn't allowed any visitors and they never took him to the hospital wow yeah and so not that that the hospital at that time would have been that great but no but like you'd think he'd maybe yeah there wasn't immediate care back then but i mean you know take your kid to the hospital after they suffer something where they get you know a concussion so Tuesday's doing that weird Tupperware thing, so again, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Fucking little douchebag. So we are back. Um, I realized a little anecdote when I went to John McGacy's childhood home. Like I said before, I wanted to be respectful of the current owners. Yeah. But <clears throat> he, the house was having some sort of construction done on it and like some like yard maintenance i don't fucking know but there was a guy there and i overheard him talk to the owner and he's like is this where is this where that gacy guy used to live oh wow and the guy who lived there was like oh pogo yeah <laughs> and i was oh, like wow wow it's like oh boy yeah for sure yeah so that <clears throat> was pretty crazy um so back to now we are at the... We're, uh, so we're John at, has been hit in the head. John has been hit in the head. And he's recovering. And he's recovering. So now he's finally able to see Barry. Okay. When he finally goes to see John, his speech is messed up. Mm. And he, like, knew what he wanted to say, but sentences just came out all wrong. Yeah. And <clears throat> he'd get really mad. We'll talk more about John's brain later, which has kind of a weird thing to say. Um, but it was extensively studied by yeah. Helen Morrison, especially after his execution. But one of the things they looked for was the trauma that would have resulted from the swing accident, like tissue scarring. But, it, I mean, it definitely had to do something to yeah. him. I mean, he had a little bit of expressive aphasia, which is when you literally can't... Like, you know what you need to say, but, but your it's just hard mouth, to get the words like, out. the, yeah. yeah, like, those, because he got hit on that side of his head, and it fucked up, like, the speech and language part. And all of us which, sometimes have that. Exactly. Yeah, it happens Yeah, so you were right, I mean, it's very close, They're, they have, like, special science names, so, and I don't want to be boring, but 
these parts are like in the front and left and they are connected to each other. Yeah. So well, I, the front of your brain is pretty much your personality. Yeah. Plus like there's your inner, I mean, they did look at his inner brain. I don't know. I believe them, but like you don't, you don't like get hit in the head and have blackouts for the rest of your life and have and, no brain trauma, you know, and say that there's no brain trauma. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I ain't no yeah, doctor. But that's especially, and not only that, but he got beat by his dad a bunch. You think he didn't hit him in the head a couple times too hard? I mean, he, if got... he hit him so hard he almost died. <laughs> exactly. Like he, I he mean, had to have brain trauma. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. So another thing you read when you're like trying to find whatever sparse material there is on John's childhood, they always talk about how you know he was a upstanding like citizen, and when he was a kid, he was a Boy Scout. Yeah. But John and Barry joined the Boy Scouts, and John immediately hated it because of all of the rules. Mm. One time, Sounds like me. Yeah, uh, one time they went on a, the all the boys went on a camping trip, and John got into an altercation with another boy, and it got physical, and John fell over, which is kind of a theme with fights with John. Like mm-hmm. John tends to fall over a lot, almost like he's been hit in the head a bunch. Yikes. Um, so. John fell over and he immediately just like ran randomly ran into the forest and they found him <clears throat> on the side of the road and uh, he was dehydrated and his heart was acting up. Oh, I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Just, it's like it's weird because you feel for you're like as a little kid, but he just grows up to be such like a monster. I so know. It's crazy. It sucks. It's a weird like how do how do you feel? How do we uh how do we well navigate these feelings yeah, of you can, sorrow but yeah, also you can feel, disgust exactly you can feel bad for the things that happen to them but ultimately people are responsible for the things they do i mean his sisters were i mean it doesn't seem like they were you know give were you know beaten as much or abused especially emotionally mm-hmm. as much as john was so, I mean, it's just hard to say. There are people who go through this. I mean, Barry. Barry went through the exact same thing. Yeah, That's the whole Barry. thing that Barry wanted, like, the main... Barry's dad must have not that been that bad, though, if they used to run over there to be safe. Or may... Well, I think Barry's dad worked a lot more. Oh, okay. So I think he was home a lot less. Makes sense. Yeah, because uh, Barry's dad did pretty well for himself. Okay. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about some of uh, Barry's dad's... Barry's dad was a piece of shit. Like, Barry hated his dad. Yeah. Um, Which means we hate Barry's dad. Which means we all hate Barry's dad. Uh, Barry said that after this, John was just a completely different person. Yeah. So, uh, he got kicked out of the scouts Mm. because he kept, he was too aggressive. He was making too many fights with people. And Barry quit because the only reason he wanted to be in it was to be with his friend. And so he didn't want to be in it if John wasn't in it anymore. And so um, this one time, Barry was hanging out with one of his other friends, Leroy. And John knew Leroy. And when they walked by Johnny's house, he came outside and started yelling at Leroy and started calling all these names. And Barry was Mm. like, what the fuck? He was jealous. Yeah, because he was mad that he was hanging out with 
he's like, that's my Barry. It's like, you have other friends? Yeah. And so, uh, John. <laughs> Why am I John Wayne Gacy? <laughs> have you done this? Uh, no, but I am territorial with my friends. I get it. Well, I mean, a lot of people are like that, but I mean, John was like being out Yeah, very, no, I feel like it was saying. It was very extra. And he pushed Leroy. And so, obviously, Leroy pushed back. Right. And, like I said, John had a proclivity for falling over, so John fell over, and then he immediately got up and ran back into the house and came out with Mr. Gacy, and Mr. Gacy was like, hey, why did you hit my kid? Mm. And then Mr. Gacy... Hit the kid? Hit the kid. (gasps) Yeah. He punched a child. Oh, fuck. He punched a kid? He punched a kid. Yeah, his dad punched a kid. I mean, he punches his own kids, but he punched a kid. Yeah, you can't punch other people's kids. No. So, Bear, and Barry, apparent, Barry was like, that, you cannot fucking do that. Yeah. He's like, that is out of line. Because, like, Barry was also very afraid of, obviously, John's Mr. Dead. Gacy. Yeah. And because you saw so much of his own father in him. So, it was very hard for him to, like, speak up. Because, I mean, he saw John get abused yeah. all the time. and He didn't want that. I mean, he's and he kid. just saw another kid get hit. So, why wouldn't he hit him? Exactly. So, they went and got Leroy's dad. And mm. Leroy was like, hey, how are you? So, like, why the fuck did you hit my kid? And Mr. Gacy was like, because he hit my kid. And Barry says... um, that he couldn't believe that John had lied. Because John ran in and basically was like, this kid started a fight with me. Mm. And Barry was like, you started it. Why are you lying? And he's yeah. like, John had never... I mean, these are the kind of thing. Like, he's like, John had never lied before. Like, mm. he doesn't know that right. particularly. But, I mean, he like... He probably has lied before, but, but he just he, hadn't actually seen it in maybe, action. Yeah. Well, and he hadn't seen it, like, in that. Yeah. Like, where it was, like, malicious. You right. know what I mean? Which uh, a lot of people think above the, you know, Jekyll and Hyde situation. Mm-hmm. Like, one minute he's fine, one minute he's crazy. Like a switch. Yep, like a switch. And after that, whenever Barry would walk past the house, John would ask him if he wanted to hang out, and Barry would be like, I'll be your friend again, but you have to admit that you lied about the fight with Leroy. Mm-hmm. And eventually, John admitted it and got grounded for about a month from his dad. Barry really seems like he's got his head on his shoulders. <laughs> Barry has the best head on his Barry shoulders. Barry seems like a good kid. And Barry wears bolo ties like, he like oh my god, I can't even get over it. So, um, as a teenager, John worked at an IGA grocery store, which okay. is crazy, because so did I. Yeah. It's like weird. Um, John went to multiple high schools, including Carl Schurz High School, Providence St. Mill, and the Cooley Vocational High, but he never graduated. Oh. In 1961, John ran away from home and moved to Las Vegas, where he worked at a mortuary. He was higher up in, like, he had a higher up job because he lied. Interesting. And so when they found out that he didn't have the proper, like, accreditation to be doing it, he just got, they're like, you're just going to be a janitor now. (laughs) What? Yeah. What a weird demotion. Well, it's better than, like, you're fired for pretending to be. Yeah, it's a lot better. They should be like, um, you lied. Why would we want to keep you on They should have been like, goodbye. But, I mean. He He was charismatic. Well, yes. But uh, you will find out that they do have their lines. So, Hmm. at this time, John would sometimes, at night, get in the caskets with the cadavers and just lay with them there wasn't anything sexual about it he was he was just trying things out because this is imagine wanting to do that no because no yeah no no like he was trying to he was trying to find what what out he was like there's something like with me 
let's yeah. try let's try like hanging out with dead people for a while. And he um, figured it out quick. Yeah, so he knew. And what so he did the mortuary because they found out that he would do it was doing this and that they fired him. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the line. <laughs> That's the line that you... Did you know, and I found this this out actually on a recent episode of Making... Or, uh... Not Making a Murderer. Making a Murderer. um, From My favorite murder. Okay. Um, did you know that when, like, the mortuary people, like, like, take the bodies down, girls have to take male bodies and men have to take... Or no, other way around, I'm sorry. Women take women's bodies and men take men's bodies. Still to this day? Because so many people have had sex with corpses. Oh my god. That's, like, a thing. But a guy could easily have sex with a male corpse. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of for sure. Like, anyone can what have do, sex What do they do? Anyone. Tie up their buttholes? I don't know, dude. I know. Aftermath. Watch the short film Ew, Aftermath. Don't. <laughs> don't. 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 Don't do it. So, Please. <clears throat> despite not having a high school diploma, somehow John was able to enroll at Northwestern and graduated with a degree in business. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't get that. Right. Uh, that was 1962. Yeah. In 1963... You could lie about things more. There wasn't the internet. True, I guess. I mean, maybe you didn't have to show paperwork. They were just like, sure, right. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. Col- you sounded like you went to high school. You went to four colleges, I'm sure. Like, you graduated from one of them. We believe you. Um, but he was also was very charismatic, and, yeah. you know, maybe he could People talk. really liked him. People really liked him. Except um, his dad. His dad did not, did like, not him. like him. Uh, so, when he was fired for, you know, hanging out with dead bodies, which isn't cool, uh, like I said, he... Chill of the Caskets, the name of my second album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Catch Chill. it on SoundCloud. Oh, my God. Um, so... He when he moved back to Chicago, he started working at a shoe store, and did so well at a shoe store that he was transferred to Springfield, Illinois. Mm-hmm. He lived with his aunt, and he joined the Springfield Junior Chamber of Commerce, like home of we the said, Abraham Lincoln Wax Museum. Yes, ma'am. Ab- uh, home to lots of lots. I think that's where Lincoln's body is. Yeah, I think you're right. Lincoln, Lincoln, there. We love Lincoln. We like really like Abraham Lincoln. We're like Lincoln heads. It's crazy. In September of 1964, John married Marilyn Myers, and they moved to Waterloo, Iowa to be closer to Marilyn's family. Her dad owned a chain of Kentucky Fried Chickens, and when it came to choose a manager, his charismatic go-getting son-in-law was the obvious choice. Yeah. Um, except John was gross, and he made everyone call him Colonel. I'd be <laughs> like, isn't hungry for fried chicken right now? That's what I'm wondering, because my mouth instantly filled with saliva. See, I'm grossed out, because he seems like the type of guy who would just every once in a while, like, look around to make sure no one was looking and dip his fingers in the gravy. <laughs> and <laughs> lay down with the chickens. And then lay down with the dead chickens. <laughs> yeah, no, he was definitely... Actually, is really fucked up, and they're really inhumane about the way they kill their chickens. Yeah, I don't want... Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. So it makes sense that he would be uh, no, I'm sure working he, for them. You know he put his big... He probably implemented a lot of the killing uh, no, things. No, that didn't have any... I mean... <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. I, but you know he was putting those big bear claw hands just like eating mashed potatoes. Oh, girl. Making... He, creating the... Creating, like, he probably sam- thought of, He probably was making um, KFC whatever bowls. Whatever oh, my... Called. Those disgusting... Maria fucking loves oh. those. I don't get why there's cheese. There's That's the part that can... Like, I love fucking cheese, but it is not needed in that situation. They still it doesn't make even melt. those? Hell 
yeah. There's some comedian who makes a joke Famous about... Famous Bulls. Yes. Oh, famous for being horrible. Forget which comedian, but they say that there's like a layer of cigarettes. <laughs> there's a layer. <laughs> um, I th- want to say uh, Jim Gaffigan. So, any who's all. In 1966, his son Michael was born. And in 1967, his daughter Christine was born. <sighs> also in 1967, John assaulted a 16-year-old boy, tried to molest him. And that's a really weird way to honor the birth of your daughter. Yeah. This is where things start getting... So what's weird Rapey. is... He didn't have any sexual experiences with men when he was younger that we know about. But we also don't really know about what he was doing when he was younger with girls either, so... All of a sudden he's married. Yeah, and in the one article, or the one paper that was published that I'm like, is it true? Right. I don't know. But they do mention that... Uh, in 1964, he had his first sexual encounter with a man. Huh. So, IDK. Okay. IDK. ID, ID, Who K. knows, dude? Who knows? Who even knows? And that and that was the year he married Marilyn. So, any who's old. He started an unofficial boys club for his male employees. I think people have heard this about this a lot, mm-hmm. where he would, like, invite them over. They would all, like... Give Smoke him a pot. chance to hang out with young yeah. boys. Yeah. He would give them alcohol. They'd watch porn. Ugh. And uh, he yeah. would this make... sounds like the grossest hang session ever. 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 Like, the weed sounds cool, but other than that, like, I am oh, so but, out. Oh, my God. It Mor- smells Morgan, it's so 1960s gross weed. in the room where they're all hanging Ew. out. Ew. Ew. You know it was in the basement. It smells like farts and Kentucky Fried Chicken leftovers. And it smells like shitty 60s weed. So any oh and he also would like start blowjobs for pool games. Ew. Yeah, he was gross. So also in 1967 he began a relationship with a different 16-year-old boy. The relationship was ongoing until the boy told his father. Mm. In uh, 1968 the 16-year-old makes a statement to the police that he was molested by John Wayne Gacy. John fails a polygraph test and is indicted on charges of sodomy. He requested another polygraph test to prove his innocence and said that the relationship was mutual. Mm -hmm. The kid wanted to be part of it, and they had gotten in a fight, and the kid was just trying to blackmail him. Mm. So John hired an 18-year-old boy to beat up the 16-year-old boy, and the boy that he had hired was being questioned by the police and John had told him obviously to lie and say mm-hmm. that he hadn't done anything but the kid told them everything yeah. probably because he was also terrified of John so John was charged with attempting to suborn perjury which is when you uh, force another person to commit perjury right when you make someone else yes do your dirty work do your dirty work yeah so uh he was also charged with malicious threats to extort and breaking and entering and he like pled and gu- assault yeah well he pled guilty to the uh the molestation yeah so he was ordered to have a psychiatric evaluation and he was found competent to stand trial but he was diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder and then was sentenced to 10 years in the Iowa State Re- uh, Reformatory for Men. Also, in 1969, Marilyn was like, fuck you, filed for divorce, and yeah. told John he was never allowed to see his kids again. And he probably didn't. No, because at one point he um, tried 
to get visitation rights? And she was like, no. And he's like, I, I think it comes up. He like says, I, he says something really cold. Like, um, I don't really care if I see them ever again. Yeah. He's like, I don't even care if they're dead or something. Like wow. he says something really, really nasty about his kids. Hmm. It may come up later in a Do later Do we ever episode. know anything about him doing things to his kids, beating them, touching them, anything like that? No, I didn't read anything about it. And you'd think that, I mean, who knows? We don't know well, what goes on behind closed doors. So John was a model prison inmate, of course, he, because he was always a little kiss-ass. Uh, he worked in the kitchen because of his chef skills uh, as the colonel. What chef skills? He knew how to cook. I don't okay, know. Okay, he worked at a KFC. Well, he, was pro- he wasn't he was allowed to cook at home with his mom, but I bet he, they made a cake every once in a while when J-Way Gay Sr. was gone. Yeah. So he also uh, received his GED, which is weird because he already had a bachelor's. Yeah, what the fuck? Can you go backwards and, like, if... You already have a bachelor's. What's the effing point? What's the fucking point? You get a GED or a high school diploma so that you can get a bachelor's. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, but, like, whatever. But, like, okay. Okay. Maybe he just wanted the piece of paper, but do you want a piece of paper that says you got a GED? I don't know. No. So, any... I don't want to throw... If you've got your GED, then fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I hate school, too. So, only after serving... Keep in mind... He was sentenced to 10 years after 18 yeah. months. I know. It's how it always Big works boy out. got released. Crazy, huh? He was paroled and he moved back to Chicago with his mom. And that is when it all kind of starts. And that's where it all kind of starts. And so that's where we're going to uh, stop this episode. Yeah. Because the next uh, episode is going to be all about killings the killings, y'all. And murders. Because this is when he goes back to. Which is to the, Chicago. let's be real, more interesting part. But this is the stuff that you need to know. I mean, if you are a true crime fucking lover, you are getting the goddamn lowdown. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, if you loved listening to Barry's point of view, don't worry because he'll be back in the later episodes. Because around 1960, Barry. So Barry moved away when. Like, uh, around, like, high school-ish age. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, you lose touch like you do when people move away. Yeah, um, this happens. Barry has some um, very interesting stories from when John came back. Yeah. Because when John came back, he became very close to Barry's dad. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. And um, so that's, that's where we're going to leave you That's at. where we're going to leave you at. A little taste. A little taste. Of what's to come. A little taste. Barry, thank you for filling in these childhood holes. stories and pieces. Like the holes in John's brain. So, yeah, there is a point in the episode where he basically... So he's telling this story. Apparently John, and before the swing incident, had a beautiful singing voice. John did? John did, yes. <laughs> I know that's funny to think about now. But he had apparently this beautiful voice, and, you know, they would all get together. I feel like in, like, the 50s, 60s, 70s, like, Everyone's trying to create a doo-wop thing. Well, no. Well, (laughs) that. (laughs) That and, but for uh, Christmas Eve, I feel like people and their friends got together a lot. Yeah, And had, like, uh, Christmas Eve parties. Or maybe that's... Love it. Love Maybe that's what people do now, and we're just used to, like, family things. Yeah. But, um... But yeah. it was always oh, a yeah. very, very big deal at these parties when 
um, John would sing Oh Holy Night. And so... Oh, then he must have had some pipes. Yeah, like Barry like said... Macaulay Culkin in uh, the second Home Alone. Yeah, when... That solo. Yeah. Buzz fucks it up. Bud, Buzz fucks it up and that fake tree falls on the piano teacher. All right, you guys, we've gotten so no, far off base. No, but um, but what were we just talking about? Oh, no, but Barry, uh, in the documentary, when he started talking about that, he just started breaking down. He's like, I'm really sorry. He's like, I don't want to glorify my friend. He's like, but I miss him. And he's like, and still when I hear that song, I'm just like, wow. think, I'm just like, Johnny, I hope you found peace. And he's like, he's like, I, he's literally was just, he was literally ball. It was like watching the saddest parts of Titanic and Schindler's oh List at the same fucking time, Morgan. I was crying so I can picture hard. it because it's, you, you do it a lot. And I, but no, but like hard, hard. Yeah, I know. Like hysterically. Uh-huh. Hysterically. For sure. Which I do a lot, but like, this was like, um, dear Zachary level. Yeah, that was hard. Be- because he wow. was bawling. Okay. He was crying because he Once was you like, said dear Zachary. Oh God, yeah, you guys. That is how. That that's how it was. Because he's just like, I was his big brother. He's like, I would be sitting next to him, like on the couch. He's like, there's. I. He's like, I just feel like there's something I could have done. He's like, people always say, you know, like. Don't blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. He's like, but they weren't there. They didn't know. Like, they don't know how it feels to have that kind of guilt. Right. Um, and he's like, I just don't know what to say. He's like, I, I don't, I can't say anything else. He was my friend and I miss him and I'm allowed to miss my friend. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Women still love their husbands even after they do horrible things. Like, it just, it's hard I mean, not he lo- to like, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah. And he didn't. Yeah, I mean, I love you, Barry. So that's where we're going to leave you. Until next time. Yeah, you guys, we will see you next week for part two. Part two of the Gacy series. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Sisters Grim Podcast. Hit us up on Instagram at the Sisters Grim Podcast. Twitter, Sisters Grim Pod. Does anyone Twitter anymore? I don't. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. Oh, I get on there every once in a while, but... I'm it's a lot. Me bad at social media. Me bad at Twitter. Me bad Twitter. Me bad. Me get overwhelmed by Twitter. Yeah. All right, you guys. We will see you next week. <laughs>